Welcome everyone, I'm Gianna Robastiano and I'm Christina Boschman and, and we are Manifesting Miracles Together. Today we are talking about letting go of lack. So what does that mean? Letting go of lack. So this could apply to many different things in life. Um, for me, recently, over the past couple of months, it has been um, money and mm -hmm. letting, kind of working on letting go of the fear of not having enough. Fear definitely ties to this big time with lack and just fear in general. Fear in general yeah. has a large part of this. I think right now there's so much of this being put out in the news on social media. All these people are going to lose their jobs. Stock market's going to crash. They're making us go to a digital currency. We're not going to have any money. I mean, like, all this yes. is fear being fed. And don't buy into it. No, Just, don't. That's like, that's, you know, one thing that we can say definitively. We're not experts. But, you know, don't buy into all of that. Because it is feeding the fear. And we've talked about this in previous podcast that we have that negativity bias we have that whole thing our bodies are trying to protect us it's want to protect us to survive and all this fear that we're going to be that we are being fed is selling ideas number one it's selling lots of advertising number two so when you stop and consider that fact when you find yourself in that place of fear just in your mind say wait a second this is just my body trying to protect itself there's nothing to fear here that's a good definitely a good way to kind of train yourself when things come up like this because there's constant fearful quote-unquote fearful news out there and there always has been since there, i was a tiny kid definitely and all i can think of is the toilet paper scare of 2020 when we kept here. I mean, again, we didn't really know what was going to happen during that time. But also, I thought it was, it was kind of funny how we not funny that we ran out of toilet paper. But, but we didn't. That was the whole thing. Yeah, we didn't. It was just that and the, the illusion of it. Exactly, and that's <laughs> the interesting thing because I just been finished. I just finished reading that book, Collective Illusions, and he talks about that. Oh, really? He was like, "Oh yeah." He goes, "There was no toilet paper shortage. That was something that started on social media, mm -hmm. and it just took off." Isn't that when you just think about that though? Um, on all over the news and social media, for some reason, toilet paper out of everything. Of all Toilet paper was the shortage of, of that everyone created as a collective when you think about it. Yeah. All that fear feeding into, oh my God, I'm not going to have toilet paper. And, and if you really think about that, that just isn't possible. It's just so like, ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. It just made no sense. But we and kind of, we manifested it, honestly, yeah, in a way. But because it, how did we manifest it? Because everybody ran to the store and bought the toilet paper. One yeah. day I went into the store because I had given some of mine to my friend Jackie because she didn't have any and she was worried about running out. I'm like, look, you can come and take mine. I'll go to the grocery store. They have that over there. And I got to the store and the shelf was pretty bare. There were two great big packs of like the 20 packs and then there was one like six pack thing. And the guy in front of me 
had picked up the six pack and a 20 pack and he said I'll leave that 20 pack for you and I said no that's not necessary I'll take the six pack and we'll leave the 20 pack for a bigger family I think that that would make more sense and he just looked at me and he took the 20 pack out of his cart and he put it back on the shelf and he goes I already have a 20 pack at home and it's only me and my wife oh my gosh so imagine how many people how many people did that, did that? like a lot because I mean when you're in that fear kind of mode you're not really thinking that clearly you're kind of in that emotional state and you're like I need to go grab all this toilet paper but then you think well like a month ago we we had an endless amount of right. toilet paper but the this social media and news is telling me that we're gonna run out there's gonna be a lack of it out of everything at the grocery store it was paper products yeah and hand sanitizer which I get I guess I get that but it was just it was wild how much we all fed into that fear everybody did and that's why Jonna hasn't read it yet but I just finished the book uh, collective illusions by Todd Rose absolutely amazing book I mean it's a lot of psychology and it's a lot of just really interesting facts some really good stories and it explains things in the brain that make us do that sort of thing like buy into the fact that there's not going to be any toilet paper and shoving people out of the way so you can get the toilet paper first like what kind of what kind of people are we yeah to do something <laughs> like that i mean that's what i kept thinking as i was watching this all go down we're talking about how evolved we are as a species really and you have people knocking each other over to get the toilet paper first imagine that but that was actually happening it was happening but that it's crazy to think like really think about that too mm -hmm. it was just a very weird time it was in so history weird. because i remember thinking so at weird. the time out of all of the things that could end up being an issue people are worried about toilet paper and I didn't realize that all started with social media posts oh and that doesn't make sense like, makes no sense but people grabbed onto it and then everybody's saying there's a toilet paper shortage and it planted that fear in people's head of lack mm -hmm. I'm what am I gonna do if I don't have any toilet paper well I could think of a bunch of things you could do but you know whatever you could go outside and get a leaf if you don't have any paper <laughs> towels or tissues there's a lot of things you know? you do. <laughs> right but that that's so interesting to really think about cuz literally out of everything like the meat was still there the food on the shelves i remember actually i remember there was a limited amount of pasta and i was like come on guys like seriously <laughs> with your little italian yes. self i love that but uh, that was another thing. I mean, there was still pasta on the shelf. No one went without pasta. It was just the people going out to the grocery store and stocking up. And I'm sure they had thousands of boxes in their basement with all the toilet paper that they took, too. Mm -hmm. So it was just that mindset of, oh, my God, we're not going to have enough. And right. going out and buying it all out. And that's what the idea of lack is. Yeah. That there's not going to be enough that mm -hmm. you don't have enough it, it becomes an attachment 
but the whole idea of lack yeah. becomes an attachment. And when I say attachment, I mean it's a habit. Definitely is. It's like a habit that's very difficult to break. For when sure. I was a little kid, I grew up in a family. I had 10 brothers and sisters. My dad was, um, we grew up on a big farm. My dad had a business to supplement the income, but we was oftentimes we didn't have enough. We didn't have enough food. We didn't have enough shoes. We didn't have enough. And I kind of grew up in that space of fearing because I remember my mom would always say, oh no, we're not going to have enough food. And I was always hungry. I'm still always hungry. You might even hear my stomach growling in some of these podcasts. <laughs> but I just am a very hungry person. And as a little kid, thinking, oh no, there's not going to be enough food, kind of set me because there's not enough money. Mm. And it set me on that path. It wasn't just about the food. There wasn't going to be enough food because there wasn't enough money. And that brought into like your later years and mm-hmm. adulthood and and you actually had this awesome technique that helped like a lot with that right yeah because I was just kind of living in this place all the time I think it really came to a head after my second marriage broke up I had just started a business my son was in college and I was having to pay his tuition. I had just bought a new car right before my husband left because my car had died. So suddenly I got the mortgage, I got the car, I got the tuition, and I didn't have to pay all the tuition because he did have some money, so it wasn't like I was paying the whole thing. I'm to be totally flat out honest about that. And I started to just get all this terrible anxiety all the time because I always had anxiety about money my my first husband was like this crazy spender constantly spending money that we didn't have and we were always in so much credit card debt and it just freaked me out mm. like to wake up every day and my heart would start pounding like oh no and then in this point here where I was suddenly having all these expenses on my back when I had just started a business and when you're just starting a business there's more money going out than there is coming in and I was I got I was so nervous all the time that's when I got the alopecia my hair started falling out my fingernails started just coming right apart and falling off I was living in so much anxiety because I was in this place of I don't have enough. Wow, and that's that's crazy how it affected like your physical health. I mean, you know, stress causes all of that. It to does. And it was I was just in this physical place of being really run down physically because I suddenly didn't have enough love in my life. I didn't have enough money in my life. I was worrying that I didn't have the skills that I would need to really get the business off the ground and really be making money with it. And it was a very, very stressful time in my life. So about that time, um, I, I do, I work with a group out in Mount Shasta. They're called the Center for Soul Evolution. And it was wonderful because it's a matter of self-development. There's like these levels of self-development that you can work from and I work with. And I had been working my way up through the levels. 
while all of this was going on. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have some of those skills. But one of the things that we did was um, EFT, which is tapping. And you know, you may have heard of tapping before. I had heard of it before. I always thought it was a bunch of BS. But there was one night, the woman who runs the organization had put out that she was doing these classes and it was called Letting It All Go. And that night it was gonna be letting go of the fear of fill in the blank. Mm. And that day, a check that I was expecting didn't go in the bank and a deposit that I was expecting to be direct deposited didn't go in the bank. And I had so much anxiety in my stomach, I couldn't eat anything. And I thought to myself, I don't really believe in this EFT thing, but I think I'm just gonna do this and I'm gonna try to get rid of my fear of having no money. So I went through the whole thing, I tapped, 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 went through the whole process with the group and we did it through three times. Like, how do you feel at the beginning? How do you feel now? How do you feel here from, from 10 to one? How are you feeling? So I know we did it three times. I think I did it one or two more times myself because it didn't feel like it was down to a zero. So I did it again. And when I got done, I thought to myself, huh, well, feels like it's gone. I don't know. And the, the incredible thing was that the next morning when I got up, I had no anxiety in my stomach when I woke up. Wow. And I thought, Amazing. how is that possible? That's not possible. And so when the mail came that day and I went up to grab the mail and the check was still not there, I had no anxiety. How is that possible? That is so crazy though. And the deposit didn't come into the bank that day either. And I thought, I'm just being tested <laughs> to see. And this is so cool. And it worked. And I've never had that issue again since then. That's incredible. Since then and how long was that? That was in 2010. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and so, and that, you know, like the last two years, I mean, I've been busting my hump here trying to get this thing going yeah. and get the courses online and doing everything <laughs> that it took to launch this particular program when I've had very little money coming in. And I just have been in this place where it's okay. I believe in what I'm doing. I have money in the bank. I can take that and use that in the meantime. And we'll make this go. That's incredible, though, that that feeling never came up. It just never came up. And it was with me my entire life. And in that wow. point in my life, what was I, 55? And wow. it had been my whole life. That's incredible, honestly, to think. So there are tools that you guys can use to get over these kind of thoughts of lack that you might have. Yeah, and we can even do a class on tapping Definitely. at some point. That would be fun to do. I would love to do that. I haven't done that in a long time, honestly, but that would be great to share that with you guys too. Yeah, because it is, it's amazing how it works and like I said I told you earlier before I went on so I've always been a skeptic about all this stuff I don't go in with any expectation 
if I went in with an any expectation at all into that practice, it was like, ah, eh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect any change. And I, to this day, I still can't believe it because I had so much anxiety most of my life and it was all, you know, on, really pinpointed on that fear of lack. And I, that's, it's just so cool to be able to find different tools to help because you, sometimes we think we're stuck with these mindsets or how we view certain things like forever, but there's so many different tools that you can use to get over certain things that we're going through. I definitely, I don't know where my, actually, no, that's, that's, I know exactly where my fear of I know where it came, came from, too. too. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I have no idea where it came I know exactly where it came from. I had taken on other people's views of money and kind of adopted them as my own. And it's kind of funny because when I was younger, like, not that younger, but, like, maybe, like, 19 or whatever, I didn't care and not like I didn't care about money, but I didn't have these fears of lack or anything. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't have like what I have now. And it was kind of funny that I had adopted this over recent years. And it came, it kind of came out of nowhere. It, but I know exactly where it came from mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. But because I was afraid to move out, and I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to afford this and that and the third, and I'm doing it right now. I have, I'm surviving it. Yep. I'm not surviving, I'm not even surviving. I'm doing pretty well. And I think I realized that like I've always had enough, like Christina would always say, she made that realization too. Like you always had enough to pay your bills and money was always coming in too. So that's something that I had realized too, like it's, It's always coming in and it'll be fine. And also looking at the things that I have right now that I'm grateful for definitely helped ease my fear of not having enough because when I list all the things that I have and being able to like live in an apartment and pay for groceries and stuff and going down the list and being grateful for what I have, it it seems to lessen that mindset of lack. Right. Because when you do look at your life and you'll say, have I ever not had a meal? Have I ever not been able to pay my car? Have I ever not been able to pay my rent? And maybe you had times in your life where that was the case, but you had some place to go or you had a place to go and get food. Mm -hmm. I used to work at a woman's shelter and those women were so grateful for the fact that if things happened in their lives, that they knew that they could go there. So they didn't feel, they didn't feel scared because they knew that we were there and we had services that they could use if they didn't have the money for something that they needed or if something happens with their spouse or their significant other Mm -hmm. and they needed to get out of that space for a little while. Yeah, knowing that they had that support and yeah completely like left with no food or anything right so they didn't have to be feeling like they were stuck in that place of lack they knew we were there so it's like 
looking at your support systems that you have and if you don't have one right now to go go out and research them there are so many i was reading an article about a group i forget where they are i think new mexico they don't even ask any questions when people come really that need money yeah it's like a not-for-profit day they don't ask questions you know what's the money for and they said 98 percent of the people that have come for money have their lives have totally excelled because they use the money responsibly that's so amazing to hear that's so it's possible they have different groups out there if you're if you are having trouble finding or having that support in your life there's always someone that is willing to help and support you Mm -hmm. you just have to be willing to accept it yes and I think that that's a huge piece of it because a lot of people who are living in lack it's just because they're not willing to accept it because they're you know they don't want to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. They don't want to put themselves in that space. So this is something to to look at and questions to ask yourself. And as long as you have access to the Internet in any way, you can research what might be there that could be a support system for you. If you find yourself like seriously like, oh, no, what am I going to do? And that happens Mm -hmm. in life all the time. Like, what am I going to do? There are all kinds of organizations and support systems in place to help you with that. Definitely. So one of the things that we have for you here is we are big on gratitude. Really counting the things in your life that are right there in front of you that you might not even notice. Definitely. Are there. Gratitude is, we'll we'll bring it up a lot, but it is truly life-changing looking at what you have and if you're having trouble and you're like oh I don't have anything to be grateful for look at like your your body like you are you do you have a I like starting out with do you have a stuffy nose right now because it would suck if you did you know is your so do you are you healthy or do you have a sore throat because that sucks so starting in that place or oh my god I have hands and I have feet and I can walk and I can pick up a piece of paper and and starting from that space. From those simple things of the things that we don't take the time to appreciate. Like yeah. we always joke about that with our hands because I'll say to the dog, you know, your fingers are called prehensile digits. <laughs> and every once in a while they'll say to the dog, Will you please go grow some prehensile digits and get your own treats? <laughs> just grow <laughs> just grow some. <laughs> That's so funny. But anyway, but but it, when you think about that, it's true. Like, your dog can't pick up things. Right, exactly, because they don't have what we have. So we put together a 21 Days of Gratitude group mm-hmm. on Facebook that is available to you. The videos are out there. There's a meditation out there. And all you'll need to do um, is send us your email address and then we can send you the downloadable journal that goes along with that. Definitely. And that is completely free. So mm-hmm. Every, it's all 100% free. And we're constantly posting information in there about gratitude. There's some really interesting neuroscience that has come out around gratitude and why gratitude is so healthy for your brain and your body Mm -hmm. 
because it literally builds cells. It literally opens up neural pathways to help you grow yourself in all different kinds of ways. And it's kind of fun as we find this information, we post it in that group pretty yeah. regularly. And it, that's so cool because it's like literally like changing, like it's changing like your brain and it's changing your actual life. So how cool is that to have the science behind that to really back it up how powerful this practice is? Exactly. So 21 Days of Gratitude on Facebook mm-hmm. and um, just reach out if for some reason you can't find it, but you should be able to find it pretty quickly. And we will wrap it up there. Yes, so you can find us out on Facebook and Instagram under Manifesting Miracles Together. And check out our website. It's www.manifestingmiraclestogether.com where we have all the goodies and all of this stuff and and all of that. And as usual, send us an email. Tell us your story around this idea of letting go of lack. And until next time, I'm Gianna Robastiano. And I'm Christina Boschman. And we are Manifesting Miracles Together. together.